Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. How many are ready for God's Word tonight? Praise God. I, I believe I have a word for us tonight, and uh, uh, I believe it's an on-time word. Uh, not only an on-time word, but it's a fresh word. Everybody say fresh. We need a fresh word from God. You know, that's what the body of Christ needs today, is just a fresh word from God. Amen? And, and so I, I just believe that I, I have that fresh word for us tonight. Uh, this isn't one that is stale. I actually had one that I was in the works of, of working on, and, and it was just like Holy Spirit just came on me and said, save that for Sunday. I'm like, okay, God. And, and so Sunday, you better get ready, because I, I believe that that word for Sunday is going to be amazing. Uh, but I, he put it on hold, and he gave me this word, and it was just so fresh. I was... Uh, I was just in my study, and as I was studying, the, the Holy Spirit just uh, compelled me just to, to share this word tonight. So if you have your Bibles, I'm not going to read the scripture yet, but turn over to Leviticus, chapter number 26 and verse number 13 is what I'm going to be reading as our text tonight. But as you're turning there, I want to give you the title of my message uh, for us tonight. Uh, the, the, the title of, and uh, you know, you, everybody else missed the memo tonight besides Josh, Rick, and I on, on the right shirts. <laughs> Alicia was going to wear the same thing, but <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> uh, yeah, turn over to Leviticus chapter number 26 and verse number 13. And the title of my message tonight is entitled, Stand Up Tall. Stand Up Tall. Uh, your situation may look impossible, but don't ever rule out the favor of God. We need to stand up tall. As Christians, we need to stand up tall. This next month, we have uh, elections. We need to stand up tall in the elections. I was hoping I'd get an amen there. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to stand up tall. Uh, your situation may look impossible, but don't rule out God's favor. Because God's favor is what's going to enable you to stand up tall. Do what you can, and God will do what you can't. When we stand up tall, we've got to stand up tall in the presence of God at all times. See, uh, we've got to stand up tall and look your problems right in the eye. I, I can look at someone, some people, and see defeat in them. They look like they have lost already. Their head's down. Their shoulders are slumped, slumped over. Their eyes are looking at the ground. They're, they're, not looking, they're not looking up. They're not stretching back and looking up. 
It's time for us as a church to, to, to put our shoulders back. Hold our head up high. And look at the enemy straight in the eye. You know, I, as I watch football, I'm, I like watching football. I always like watching uh, the linebackers in football. That's the middle guy on, on defense. And I always like watching them. And I remember growing up watching the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears had a guy that was so intimidating. Uh, Mike Singletary. And Mike Singletary's eyes were just so big. But he let them know that he was coming after that quarterback. And, and I mean, his eyes were ready. You know, that's the way we need to be as a Christian. Our eyes need to be in position to let the enemy know, hey, you're not going to defeat me any longer. I, I, I'm going over this situation and not under this situation. The only way you can make it over is you've got to keep your head up high. You've got to put your shoulders back and keep your head up so that you know where you're going. And, and you've got to let the enemy, you've got to look the enemy, you've got to look at your problems straight in the eye. It brings intimidation. That's exactly what Mike, Mike Singletary did, is he brought intimidation to the quarterback. Why? Because of his eyes. Because he was in position to go sack that guy. You know what he didn't look at? He didn't look at the guys in front of him. He looked at the quarterback himself. Come on, are you with me today? If, if you want to see the enemy defeated in your life, sometimes you just got to look him straight in the eyeballs. And when you look him straight in the eyeballs, you got to position yourself and get your head up. Get your eyes open and get ready to go forward. Hallelujah. Israel lived an oppressed and defeated 430 years in Egypt when God miraculously delivered them. Now, now let's look at our text tonight in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse number 13. It says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Come on, somebody say God's about to bring me out tonight. He brought them out of Egypt so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with your heads held high. Come on, who, who was the one that did that? It was the Lord that says, I am going to give you the strength to allow yourself to hold your head up high. Uh, God tonight wants somebody to know it's time to put your shoulders back. It's time to quit walking around in Egypt. 430 years they did. But what did God do? God enabled them to lift their head up. Put their shoulders back. And walk forward. You know, that's the way we need to fight the enemy. God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it not in my power, but in your power. That's what David did. He and uh, the, Whenever the Lord came upon him and he had to fight Goliath, he didn't come at Goliath in the name of David. He came at Goliath in the name of the Lord. Somebody tonight, you need to look your problems right in the eyes. Amen? There it is right there. What that is, it's a posture of freedom. 
It's a posture of freedom. It's not a posture of defeat. It's a posture of freedom. You can change your total... Uh, You can change your total attitude with these five perspectives. I've got some perspectives I want to give you tonight that will enable you uh, to go to the next level. I, I believe that God wants to take us to the next level tonight. He wants us to put our shoulders back, our head up high, and get ready because God wants us to stand up. Amen? If, if we want to see revival take place, we got to get our head up and get ready. Get ready for the victory that is about to come. Because victory is about to come to this church. Victory is about to come to this city. Victory is about to come to this country. Hallelujah. So number one tonight is when we stand up, We do not fear insufficiency. Do not fear insufficiency. It's just money. Health is more valuable than money. Amen? Health is more valuable than money. Israel had no money, but God still provided for them. Amen? Israel, they didn't have any money. They didn't have any, any means of money. And the Lord still provided every single thing for them. If He can do it for them, how, how about doing it for us? Amen? He can do it for us. Israel had no money, but God still provided the manna. Money issues can drive you to slavery. It can drive you right to bondage. It it, it can drive you to where you you can't handle it anymore. Uh, But if you work hard and you bring energy to your work, be frugal, save consistently, and enjoy what you have, Come on, can I tell somebody this today? Enjoy what you have, not what you lost, but what you do have. (laughs) Hallelujah. Sometimes we just need to clean up the stuff we do have. We need We'll find out we got a lot of value if we just clean up our stuff. Amen. You have treasures in your house right now, but you got them covered with so much dust. Who am I speaking to? Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm speaking to somebody tonight. Hallelujah. But money issues can drive us to slavery. It can drive us to bondage. Where we're always thinking about money all the time. Money, 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 money. But see, those in the ones uh, uh, there in Israel, the Egyptians, they, they didn't have the money. They didn't have what they needed. But God still supplied every single need. Uh, God wants somebody to know tonight, I'm about to supply your needs. I'm about to supply your needs. So don't fear insu- insufficiency. Don't fear it. You need to stand up. Come on. Clean yourself up and walk forward. 
Get your head up high, stand up and put your head up and watch what God is about to do. We got to stand tall. That's exactly what Leviticus chapter 30, 26 verse 13 says. It says, I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with your heads up high. God's about to liberate somebody tonight. You're about to walk with your head up high. Not in defeat. Hallelujah. God wants you to go to the next level in Him. Number one, don't fear insufficiency. And number two, do not expect disaster. Hmm. Sure, everyone experiences chaos. If something happens, let it run right in to your peace. Mm. Come on, I hope this sinks in on somebody now. Let it run right into the peace that God has given you. If disaster comes your direction, just allow the Holy Spirit to begin to move in your life with great power and strength. Because whenever He comes in great power and strength in your life, no matter what kind of disaster comes your way, you're still going to praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You need to have it in your attitude. God, I'm going to put my shoulders back, I'm going to hold my head up high, and I'm going to walk through a troop, and I'm going to leap over a wall, no matter what kind of disaster comes my direction, it's all going to turn around for your glory. That's exactly what happened to them. It turned around for their glory. Hallelujah. God took care of them. God took care of them. If He took care of them, He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of us. You generally tend to get what you expect. But quit expecting the worst possible thing to happen in every single situation. Have you ever been around that person that they give you the worst case scenario? They will give you the worst case. No matter what you're going... Uh, yeah, oh, you got that little pain in your back. Oh, you're just not going to make it. You know, I mean, have you ever been around somebody that's like that? That just, I mean, they bring negativity every, every, every time that you, that you bring it. They bring up the worst case scenario. Google does that. <laughs> you have a little ache and pain. The first thing you do is you Google it and it gives you the worst case scenario. You're going to die. <laughs> well, yeah. We all going to die. <laughs> But God's the one is the one that's going to call us home. Hallelujah. Not Google. God is. So quit expecting the worst possible thing to happen to in every situation. Look every new day right in the eyeball. And say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad. And I'm going to what? Rejoice. What does the word rejoice mean? 
It means to jump up and spin about wildly. Uh, That's the kind of expectation you need to have when you wake up in the morning. Today's going to be the day. I'm about to have my breakthrough today. The breakthrough anointing is about to invade my life today. You need to look at every new day right in the eye and expect your fortunes to change you need to expect everything to change around you it's all in our attitude come on when we wake up are you going to have a good day or are you going to have a crummy day are you going to get up and talk throughout the week and throughout the day and say well i just must have got up on the wrong side of the bed we've got to Look every day right in the eye and say, I'm ready for you today. I'm ready for the blessings to change me down. Expect your fortunes to change. Do your best to prepare for every, everything that God wants for your life. How many have a list in your prayers? A list of prayers of things that you're asking for. Expect every day. This is going to be the day that everything's going to get answered. Come on. This is going to be the day. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. It's going to happen today. It's going to happen tonight. The Holy Spirit's going to download it to me tonight. I'm coming with that type of an expectation. God, this is the day. When you wake up tomorrow morning, this is the day. I'm about to get that promotion that I need. Hallelujah. The great opportunity. The connections are about to happen. God is about to connect me with the right people at the right time. And promotion is going to come my direction. Come on, who's feeling this tonight? Promotion is about to come your direction. God is about to turn it all around. Do your best to prepare for everything that God has for you. His eye is on the sparrow. And he has surely going to take care of you. In whatever situation you encounter, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, God's going to take care of you. God's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. He is going to take care of you. You need to have that expectation. God, this is my day. Wake up in the morning. This is my day. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to faith it until we make it. We've got to have a little bit of faith. God, I just want more faith. I just need more faith in you. See, number one, don't fear insufficiency. Number two, don't, do not expect disaster to come your direction. When Iris and I first got married and she moved to Oklahoma from Colorado, in the springtime, When the tornadoes were flying. You know what she did? She put her head up high and said, it's not going to happen to my town. It's not going to happen to me. I'm praying them things away. I'm going to pray all them storms, all them tornadoes away. (laughs) To God be the glory. Guess what? (laughs) I got to pray on woman. (laughs) Hallelujah. And, And... And she prayed them all the way. If you ever watch the town of Kingfisher when the storm comes, it's like the storm comes and it splits. 
Come on, some goes to the north and some goes to the south. But it doesn't hit directly on Kingfisher. That's where we live. <laughs> to God be the glory. Why? Because I got a praying woman that says, hey, I'm sleeping in the nighttime. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about no tornadoes. To God be the glory. What is your expectation when disasters come in your direction? God, it's not going to happen today. Why? Because greater is he than is in, that is in me than he that is in this world. Don't expect disaster. Number three. You will chase your enemies. When you stand up tall, you're going to chase your enemies. See, God promised Israel that they would chase their enemies. One hundred of them would chase ten thousand of their enemies. Come on. One hundred will chase ten thousand. Hallelujah. You know, whenever we get our head up, we're going to be able to tear down strongholds. Hallelujah. When we wake up with the attitude, today's going to be my day. I'm going to go before you today, God, and I'm going to bring my request to you, and I expect this is going to be the day it's going to happen. Uh, we need to come with the attitude, God, this is the day. When you chase your enemies, you, you contain the chase factor when you chase the enemies. Come on, can I say that again? You contain the chase factor. There is no power working in you that causes your enemy to run in terror. Live large, stand up strong, and command intimidating situations to run in terror before you. The Bible says the enemy comes in in one direction. And he flees in seven different directions. Uh, you know, you have the power to overcome any obstacle, any situation that the devil throws at you. Why? Because he has empowered you. Come on, tell your neighbor, you've been empowered. You've been empowered with the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't be intimidated. You will chase your enemies down. Hallelujah. It's going to intimidate them. Come on, somebody needs to intimidate your enemy tonight. In intimidate that in enemy of fear, restlessness. <laughs> Come on. You need to be the one intimidating the enemy. <laughs> Doubt. Come on. Come on, speak, speak, a, speak something tonight. <laughs> what is the enemy tormenting you with? Fear. Doubt. Disbelief. Well, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work for you. It may work for them, but it ain't going to work for you. No, it will. Because if God be for you, who could be against you? Hallelujah. He has empowered you. All we got to do is enable God to let us chase our enemies instead of our enemies chasing you. Hallelujah. Number four. Is anybody getting anything out of this tonight? Hallelujah. Get rid of the old and prepare for the new. You got to stand up tall and you got to get rid of the old 
and prepare for the new. You got to prepare for the new. Andrea, prepare for that new car. It's going to come. I'm speaking it over you. It's going to come. You got to prepare for it. Hallelujah. How do you prepare for it? You got to go find out how much that insurance is going to cost you. Prepare for it. <laughs> because God is about to make a way where there seems to be no, no, uh, no way. You got to get rid of the old and prepare for the new. Because God wants to bring the new inside of you. <laughs> you got to stand up tall and allow God to do the new thing inside of you. Get rid of the old. <laughs> what does that mean? It means get rid of the old ways. Hallelujah. Get rid of the old ways and allow the new ways to come in. Don't be shaken when God removes worn out ideas. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Don't be shaken when God removes plans. Hmm. I'm going to let this sink in on you because it's sinking in on me as I'm, I'm speaking it. Don't be shaken when God removes strategies from you. Because God is about to download some God ideas inside of you. They're, they're really li they are really limiting you on your future when you start re uh, being shaken when God removes things out of your life. When He removes ideas, when He removes plans, when He removes strategies. What begins to happen is it limitates us it, it brings limitation to our situation or to our future. Because God has a destiny for each one of us. We've got to look at His destiny for us. Hallelujah. When God, when change comes, most people, that's most people's greatest fears in life. When change comes. People don't like change. They don't like change. Expect something greater to take its place. A better job. Come on. A better benefit. A better neighbor. A better relationship. Expect better things to happen to your life. Get ready for what God has in store for your life. you got to get rid of the old. The old ways, the old mindsets. Come on, don't live in the 90s. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you want to see yourself grow, move on. Get rid of the old and, and prepare for the new. Hallelujah. What have we been doing here at the Epicenter Church? We've been preparing you for the new things that God is about to do. If you look at each one of the messages that we've been preaching, it's gearing us for our future. Come on, sometimes we've got to speak things into existence. Why do, why do we do that? Because the Word of God tells us to do that. Speak it. Speak it forth. That's why we're speaking forth the new land. Hallelujah. We're speaking forth the new building. We're speaking forth that new project. Come on, we're going to get rid of the old and we're going to see the new. Thank you, Pookie. 
I knew I was going to get somebody to agree with me. <laughs> we got to get rid of the old and get ready for the new. Yeah, it's going to be different. We're going to have, uh, we might have less stoplights on the way. Hallelujah. I mean, my whole family should be shouting on that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, you just have two. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to get rid of the old and prepare for the new. What God wants to do. There's a new thing that is birthing right here in this place. Hallelujah. It, it, the revival that's coming is not going to be like any other revival. It's not going to be like a Zuzu conference. Not going to be like Topeka revival. It's not going to be like Brownsville. It's not going to be like the revivals in London. It's not going to be like all those revivals that are around the world. God is about to birth something so large in such a big, in such a small little area that God is it's going to explode all over this nation and all over this world. That's what God keeps placing inside of me that revival is about to break out. We're not talking about a one-night revival. We're not talking about a weekly revival. We're talking about days upon days where revival is not going to stop. Hallelujah. That God is going to bring people from every race, every nation, every land. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I'm telling you, God is doing a stirring across this nation. And not only across this nation, but around the world. Hallelujah. I, I was... I got a text message today uh, from a guy from Africa and, and, and he said, thank you for my text messages. And so I, I just asked him, I, just out of curiosity, he was a pastor, I just asked him, I said, uh, he told me, he said, those, those text messages have blessed me. And so I said, I, I, how many people do you send them to? Because this is what happened, he accidentally sent it back to me. Which I'm glad he did because I was like, I needed that. <laughs> I needed that message today. <laughs> and I said, so how many people do you send it out to? And he says, I send it out to about 50 people. Come on, are, are you with me tonight? There, there is a revival that God is stirring in the Spirit that's not just happening right here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, but it's going around the world to God be the glory. God is about to do a breakout revival. Hallelujah, where people are going to be on Facebook and they're going to be totally healed. They're going to be on YouTube watching a video and say, I, I don't know what happened, but he said, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And all of a sudden, I, I, I begin to talk again. I begin to walk again. I begin to see again. Hallelujah. We're talking about miracle signs and wonders. Hallelujah. How many are ready for a flood of miracle signs and wonders to happen? A testimony after testimony after testimony to be downloaded. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. God can do it. We just got to get rid of the old and prepare for the new. God's going to do it in such a, such a powerful manner. Hallelujah. Number one, 
Do not fear insufficiency. Don't fear. Don't fear money. Don't fear not having money. Hallelujah. If God took care of you before, He's going to take care of you again. Do not expect disaster. Hallelujah. God going to see you through it all. <laughs> Number three, you will chase your enemies. Hmm. Well, that's a plot twist on the enemy, isn't it? Enemy's been chasing you for years. Now you're going to chase the enemy. Everywhere you go, the enemy's going to flee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, did you hear what I said? Everywhere you go. When you get up in the morning and you put your feet to the floor, the enemy's going to say, oh, they're up again. <laughs> they're up again. We, got a new, we need a new strategy. They're awake again. They're breathing again. We're going to be chasing our enemies. And everywhere we go, we go into the supermarket. People with demonic spirits, they're going to leave their bodies. Come on. It doesn't have to just happen at the church. Hallelujah. I mean, we've seen so many things happen in the church. We were at a revival in Kingfisher one time. And, and this young lady comes down to the front. And, and I hope I can get this story right for my girls because they got to witness this. And, and we were casting a devil right out. There were seven devils in that young lady. Never forget it. I cast out the first one, cast out the second one. We cast out the third one, fourth, fifth, and we got to the seventh demon that was in this young lady. And I think the girls were like, is this really happening? And when we cast out that seventh demon, that demon flew, hit the, hit the light, blew the light out, and went right out the back door. They, didn't you guys visually seen that happen? And they were like, whoa. Yeah, I guess there is demons fleeing this lady. You know, that's exactly what's going to happen to this revival. That demonic spirits are going to flee that quick. All you're going to do is speak the name of Jesus. And when you speak the name of Jesus, demons are going to tremble. Demons are going to flee. <laughs> to God be the glory. There's going to be people that come in with bondages. And the bondage is going to leave. To God be the glory. There's healings that are going to take place to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Because we're going to chase our enemies down. <laughs> Number four, get rid of the old and prepare for the new. It's a new day. Come on, everybody say that. It's a new day. It's a new way. Come on, say it again. It's a new day. And it's a new way. Hallelujah. Get that inside of you. It's a new day and it's a new way. God going to do some amazing things. Number five. We need to stand up tall. Number five. God is always walking beside you. Hmm. You can look your enemies right in the eye because God is standing Right beside you. Hallelujah. I, I've heard testimony after testimony. How people. Have been in a dark place. And the enemy would come in. A thief would come to them. And they would flee the other direction. 
because they saw something bigger than that individual behind them and beside them. How many know that God will be by your side? No matter what you're going through, the Lord will be by your side. See, David refused to fear in the valley of the shadow of death because he said, you are right there with me. So even in the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord wants you to know he's right there with you. You may be there right now. But the Lord's saying, I'm right there. You just needed to hear that tonight. He's right there. Tony, he's right there. Loa, he's right there. No matter what you're going through right now, no matter what valley you're in right now, the Lord wants you to know he's right there with you. He's right there beside you. He's walking along with you. So quit fearing it. Quit fearing the valley and know that God's right there with you. And you know what that means? You're not alone. You're not alone. Uh, me and Josh, we do a lot of hunting, and we do it in the evening time. We did it even last night. And You know, while you're out there, and it, it gets dark. It gets, it gets kind of dark out there, you know. And, and then we have to walk, you know, back to the truck, which is quite a way. He's got a further walk than me, just so you know. Dad was smart. I picked my blind a little bit closer to the truck. But we were watching reels the other day of people that were walking from their blinds at night to their vehicle. And it's so pitch black that they can't see, see, so they start singing, Jesus loves me, this I know. (laughs) You know, all you got to do is speak the name of Jesus, no matter what valley you're going through, all you got to do is let the name of Jesus come out of your mouth. And I'm telling you, demons will flee. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Why? Because God is walking beside you. Whatever you're facing right now, stand up and remind your enemy right now, out loud, that no power in this universe will change what God has in store for me. Hallelujah. Whatever you're facing right now. Miss Andrea, need to hear that again. Stand up and remind your enemy out loud. That no power in this universe can change the plan that God has for you. There's no power. There's no power. Greater than God's power. So tonight, change your posture. Quit walking around defeated. Stand up tall. Look your enemy straight in the eyes. And call out to your Goliath. Just like David did. And you tell him, it's showtime. It's showtime. And you're about to be defeated tonight. Come on, you're about to, enemy, you're about to be defeated tonight. Sickness, you have no power. Hmm. Lack of finances, you have no power. Hallelujah. Fear, you have no power. Discouragement, you have no power. I, I don't know what you need to call out tonight, but you need to tell that situation, you have no power. Come on, you need to stand upright. 
Come on, tonight, just stand up. Stand to your feet tonight. Come on, stay, get, get in the right posture tonight. Yeah, you can, you can stand up tonight. Let's stand tonight. Because there's no power. Come on, we've got to get our shoulders back. Got to get our head up. Hallelujah. We've got to get ready for the battle. Look that enemy in the eye. Tell him he's defeated. He's going down. It's showtime. It's showtime. No enemy is going to have any power over our life tonight. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just lift up both hands right now towards heaven. Let's just thank the Lord. God, I bless you tonight. And I thank you for your word tonight. Tonight, we choose to stand tall for you, Jesus. Lord, we choose to stand tall for you. And Lord, I pray a release of new posture in this house. The devil, you are defeated. And I'm going to make you my footstool. (laughs) Mm. And I'm going to put my feet Right on you. And tonight I choose that I'm going to relax. And not walk in fear any longer. Come on, I feel like I'm speaking this to somebody tonight. You need to relax. And quit walking in fear any longer. (laughs) Come on, we'll say it again. You need to relax. And quit walking in fear any longer. (laughs) Because God is right beside you. In the middle of the battle that you're in, He's right there. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.